Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Fruit Snacks. In this week, we're going to shift gears and look at a different doctrine, and that is actually several doctrines, all falling under the umbrella of God's omni-attributes, things like omnipotence, omniscience, omnipresence, so on and so forth. And so we're going to cover those this week, and in our very first episode, we're going to look at probably the one that's most often cited, and that is God's omnipotence. So what does omnipotence actually mean? Well, by definition, it simply means that God is all-powerful. But by itself, that definition doesn't really help us because we immediately want to ask the question, well, what does that mean? We need to define it a little bit further. And whether they were intending to help or not, I suspect that they were not. But when I was in junior high and high school, I had some friends who were not believers who would ask me questions that were... I think, intended to poke around at this doctrine a little bit. They would ask questions like, I'm sure you've heard before, things like, can God make a rock so big that he can't lift it? Or can God make himself not exist? And what these questions, even though we're going to see in just a minute why they are completely silly and and unfounded and they don't need to give us any cause for concern or, or worry, but the questions themselves are aimed at sort of finding the the natural limits of of God's power because I think there is an intuition that uh, surely God God can't do anything he's he can't do all the things because then that would lead to just some absolute absurd conclusions and if you think that God can do those absurd things well then you're just one of those crazy crazy people and even though the questions are completely unfounded. I think that the intention behind the question is actually a good one, because if we are not careful in our thinking about this doctrine, it would be tempting and far too easy, I think, for us as Christians to say, oh, God's all powerful. God can do anything or God can do everything or nothing is impossible for God. And these are things that we throw around and and we we quote uh, Philippians 4.13, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us uh, out of context. But we really need to stop and take a, take a thoughtful moment and consider, is that actually what that means? For instance, take Philippians 4.13. Do we really think that all things there means that we can do literally anything? Can I fly because of Christ who strengthens me if I jump off a building? No, I'm going to have a very, very short date with gravity if I do that. And I think there's a a similar consideration here with God. We would make a mistake by defining all-powerful to mean that we think God can do literally anything. And I'll give you some examples. We know from Scripture that God can't lie. Does that mean that he's not powerful enough because he can't do something like that? Well, no, he's constrained not by power, he's constrained by his character. His perfect moral character and his holiness constrains him from lying. It has nothing to do with power. But we can very clearly give an example of something God can't do. 
What about making square circles or married bachelors? Can God do those things, right? The idea here is that these are logical contradictions. They are incoherencies. They're garbly gook, to use a highly, highly, highly technical term. And the idea here would be, no, God can't do those things either. And that does not mean that God is not all-powerful. So God can't make logical contradictions uh, come to pass because that's it's nonsense. It doesn't even make sense to, to say that, which is why the questions that I mentioned earlier fail, because essentially they're positing, they're positing incoherencies and logical contradictions. And no, God can't actualize a logical contradiction. That doesn't make him less God. That just makes him rational. So rather, we should be defining all-powerful not as that God can do literally anything, but that God can do all that power can do. And because that's not particularly helpful, let me put it in more of a negative phrasing. What we mean to say here is that when we say that God is omnipotent, we are saying that if there is something which God could do, which he does not do, it is not because of a lack of power or capability on his part. If God chooses not to do something that he that is within the realm of possibility for him to do, it's not because he's too weak to do it. It's for some other reason. That's essentially what we mean when we say that God is omnipotent. So I hope that this gives you a little bit of clarity, and I hope that this helps us tweak our thinking to be a little bit more precise when we when it comes to doctrines like this, or doctrines in general, to just say that uh, it's never a bad thing to really run out, what exactly do I mean when I say X, Y, or Z about God? And can I back that up from Scripture? Or is this just something I've been taught? And it also helps us see that if we are careful in our thinking about these things, we can avoid some of the anxiety and tension that can come from questions which, frankly, just don't don't even apply anymore because we can see that they are uh, attacking a form of or a version of a doctrine which Christians simply don't hold. 